Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome to the Tony and Dakota podcast. Today, it is going to be Tony. Yes. And me. And uh, we're going to be going over something uh, that we've just noticed a lot of people uh, struggle with. Um, and we've struggled with personally. We actually talk about it on some of our podcasts and stuff. And that is just going through like a, a, either a divorce or just a breakup. And uh, yeah, we just heard a lot of people that go through it. They have a lot of struggles. They go through, you know, depression and um, just a lot of uh, other things. And so we found some ways that, you know, have improved our lives that we've been able to not necessarily maybe like get over it all the way, but definitely some tangible things that we've done uh in the meantime that has helped us and obviously i got some things that you should probably not do not necessarily that i done them but i could see other people doing them so yeah that's what we're going to talk about today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh where you want to start at i'll i'll give people a little bit of a scope of what you're going through so i borrowed this from a youtube video i found by dr jordan peterson he uh answered a question a girl said what is an ego death? And he said, that's what happens when someone you love betrays you. So you have to imagine, which is not hard, that people are infinitely complex, but we reduce their complexity in order to better understand them and relate to them in the world. Your ego constantly needs to prove you right. Your ego is always working to make sure that the way that you judge the world is correct. And when it's wrong, when you believe that someone that you know, that you love, that you trust, that you put faith into, when you believe that they're not possible of doing wrong or evil to you or betraying you, and they actually do, it destabilizes your past and everything you believed to be true. It messes with your self-image and your belief in the person that you are, the person that you believe you are, it actually breaks your ego. It, it kills your ego. You go through an ego death and that destabilizes your future too. So it's a really tumultuous time where, uh, you, you know, it creates an incredible amount of stress. And so because part of you dies, you have to go through the five stages of loss. It was like the Kubler-Ross uh, five stages of death is a psychological model, but you go through denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then finally acceptance. Uh, and one of the saddest parts of that entire process is uh, what Dakota said to me when I was going through my divorce is that time is one of the best healers. Um, so I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a model for understanding what it is that you're going to go through psychologically when you lose, when something like that happens, someone that you love betrays you. Yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, one thing you said there is, uh, like the, that messed me up the most was like the projection of the future and like thinking about, man, like, I have, uh, I usually have a plan and I have it so mapped out and, you know, obviously since I was married, I had it mapped out like to the end of my life, which is a long time to project. That's a very long time. Like I don't even project the business to go for you know, that long or anything. So like when that happened, that was something that definitely messed me up. And then it, it, it made me question not only my future, but then it also made me question like my, uh, like you said, 
um, like my reasoning skills and whether or not like I actually make good decisions or like if I know what's going to happen, if I know anybody. And it, that was the craziest thing. That was just that, that difference in the projection. Have you been thinking about investing in real estate? It's not like what you see on HGTV. We created a course to show you how to really invest and create a profitable flipping and wholesaling business. We give you marketing strategies like how to pull lists, who we target, and where we find the money. We go over sales, which includes live calls and negotiations, scripts, role-playing, and so much more. Everything that you need to know to flip houses is in this course. And if there's anything that we missed, we will create a video to answer your specific question. This knowledge has made us over a million dollars and we're selling it today for just $997. Click the link below. Something I heard not too long ago from, uh, I think I read it on like an Instagram was, if you focus on the future, you it's called anxiety. Or if you focus in an incredible amount on the future, you end up and end up manifesting itself as anxiety. If you focus on the past, then you end up being depressed. But if you're present, then your beingness is pretty neutral and objective. Uh, I just thought that was kind of funny because I find myself being more anxious, anxious more often than depressed. And I feel like you're the same way too. We're very future focused. Um, and then it's more difficult for us to live in the present. But uh, when you're going through something as terrible as a divorce, it destabilized everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just talking to a guy actually was on an appointment that we were going to look at his house and like, he's still going through. And that was like, uh, I think it was like two years or two and a half years ago. And he's still like pretty messed up from it. So, um, yeah. So basically what I wrote down is three things not to do. There's going to be a lot more not to do Tony could probably think of like a thousand. <laughs> um, but, uh, right now I'm going to give you like three major things not to do. And like, obviously like these are going to be things that you want to do. Like you just automatically want to, uh, uh, do certain things and it's the opposite of what you really want. So when, when I, uh, so just to give you guys a little bit of context. So whenever, uh, my wife left me, um, she was, you know, talking to another guy and uh, wrote a letter basically to me just saying that she didn't want to be with me anymore. And that was after like, it was like freaking five o'clock in the morning or something like that. She still wasn't home. So uh, I wake up to work out. She wasn't there. Then she said there wasn't a guy. Then I come home. Then I got the letter, found out there was. Um, but yeah, that, that was like basically uh, how she like, you know, I guess was just, I don't, I don't even know where I was going with that now. Um, but anyway, um, that was basically like how she left me was, uh, like wrote me a letter and didn't want to actually talk to me. Um, and the, the first thing that, you know, I wanted to do is just like, uh, like, okay, cool. See ya. And then isolate. Um, so that would be one thing that I would say, like, would be not to do is like, okay, I think that you're alone in this and that, you know, you're going to have to figure it all out yourself or isolate and then wallow in self-pity. Like, man, that is, that is the first thing I would say not to do. Um, and then another thing that, you know, automatically you want to do is like go and drink alcohol or drugs. If you're, you know, already doing some kind of drugs and it might be easier to do even more. So drinking and drugs are like, you know, it's pretty obvious, but like, man, like they're really easy coping mechanisms. And, uh, um, you know, the other thing is obviously just to go out and bang a bunch of people. Um, you're just like, man, I'm hurting. I'm just going to go and, you know, sleep with a bunch of women and that'll make me feel better. So um, those are three things that I would say, like your main things that you're going to want to do. 
that are the three things that you should probably not do. And whenever I think about, you know, what what my natural tendencies were, I think that's where I was going with it. it was once I found out my natural tendencies were to do some of those things. And I was like, no, like, if I'm going to go through this, I want to do this in the most healthy way possible. And I want to actually do something that I know is going to really fix the problem. Because all of these things that, that we're talking about, they might give you temporary satisfaction. And that's why you do them because you'll feel good, you know, for the first like 10, 20 minutes of doing these things. And, uh, you know, you think that you're on the right path because you feel good for a little bit and it numbs the pain a little bit. But, but uh, that's, that's basically, uh, you know, just your your body like finding a way to deal with it in a non-productive way and for me whenever i was going through it i really wanted to make sure that uh that i was going to help myself in the long term while still dealing with the short-term stuff so i got three things that i'll go over uh here soon that actually were three things that i did tangibly that helped me to for that long term as well as taking care of like the short term stuff you got anything you want to say oh i was just thinking um so one thing that dakota told me initially was uh to do myself a favor and still pursue fixing the relationship initially because then i would kick myself afterwards for not having tried to uh you know do counseling not having tried to uh see what i could do to uh, regain and maintain the relationship. So I think you have a responsibility to yourself to try to make it work. Uh, that way you can't blame yourself later on for not trying. Um, and when you're initially, if the other partner is the person who broke it off with you, they may already be further along in letting you go, whereas you're still in denial that it's going to end. So in order to get through that, I think you should still try to fix it. Awareness is huge, like Dakota was saying. Awareness of what you're feeling and if it's helpful, because your feelings are like clouds. You know, you get to choose. You're you're like the sun or the sky. Your feelings are um, not you. Your thoughts are not you. You still have a choice. So awareness is incredibly important of your own personal psychology, but also understanding the other person's position is gonna make you a little bit more bulletproof to the anger and the resentment and even sometimes they'll you know decide not to talk to you at all or get really short with you or cut off communication with you that other person's eventually going to want to talk to you uh if you wait it out and give them a couple weeks or you are strategic with your communication and you're being responsible with your communication, there's a better chance you're going to be able to connect with them and the breakup or the divorce is going to be a lot less painful and full of resentment and resistance and grinding and carrying on for years. Yeah, it is funny. I forget some things I say sometimes <laughs> or stuff, stuff that happened. Um, but yeah, whenever you talk about like awareness, uh, I definitely want to talk about that too. So something else that I see people do is they, they go too far both ways. And what I mean by that is both ways and like your, um, you know, self-reflection and like, hey, what did I do wrong in this relationship? They can, you can go too far with that. And honestly, like, I mean, I don't know if I went too far or not, but I definitely went really far. And then I, 
I see other people going the other way where they blame the other person so much and they never even self-reflect on, oh, what did I do wrong in this relationship? They just blame and they want to say that it was all the other person. So I think that like trying to find that balance of where you're at, because obviously like all of your friends are going to tell you, oh yeah, it's the other person and, and like it's all them and all this other stuff. They will, all of your friends will do that. And that's what friends are for is like, you're obviously there to support you, but a really good friend is gonna be honest with you on what was your responsibility and what was their responsibility. And the main thing that I think to focus on there is to find out whose responsibility it actually was. Cause in, in, uh, in my marriage and my relationship, uh, there was definitely a lot of things I did wrong. There's no question. And, um, you know, I'll just give you guys some tangible things that I did. And honestly, like I still do, uh, a lot and I'm working on them is like, uh, um, priority prioritizing that relationship was something that I kind of, you know, did not do. I put it on the back burner. I was like, okay, I'm going to prioritize, prioritize my goals, the business, my health, like where I'm at, but I didn't put her as a priority and she saw that and that was some things that she felt um and those are some things that she expressed she also um she also expressed a lot of things that were not true that you know i was like this horrible person that all i cared about was money that i didn't care about people and that uh just a lot of different things that wasn't true but at the time i was so far down and i felt hey man like this person knows me more than anybody else like you know closest relationship I've ever had. So whenever I'm like opening myself up and being vulnerable to somebody, and it's the closest relationship I've ever had, like, you know, friends, mom, family, sisters, brothers, anything. And then that person tells you how horrible you are. And like, you know, you, you kind of believe it. Um, so that's the main thing is to like, really like, see what is true, and like decide on if you're being hard on yourself or you're being honest and then just remember that your friends are always going to choose your side and uh yeah i would just remember that like i told our a lot of our friends i was like no a lot of this stuff is true so like you know you can make me feel better and stuff but like i know and like i said i might have went a little bit too far but uh, i think it was a good balance and it, it helped me to self-reflect and then change my behavior at least be more aware of my behavior for for the future so yeah and uh a lot of times the other on the other side you may end up being resentful or you may end up you know being upset with uh her parents or the other party's parents or the other party's friends and all of a sudden you thought you were friends with them or you thought that they loved you now you're finding out that really they were always hers um, or the other person's, which is okay. Uh, it's just a matter of changing your perspective. That's how you end up getting out of that resentment because uh, it, it's pretty natural for parents to side with their their son or their daughter. Like you're always going to be wrong if you're the person who's on the opposite side um, for the most part. I mean, there are some exceptions, but for the most part, people get really... Uh, they, they kind of throw logic out the window and they follow their their Person. own, yeah, their yeah. relation, so. Yeah, and that's what I always try to keep in mind whenever like our friends were telling us like, oh, it's all her fault. I'm like, no, like that's main thing you gotta be careful of is like you start to believe them and then you're like, you don't even self-reflect at all. But then 
like I said, I see other people that go so far down the rabbit hole and they beat themselves up so far and they think that they would have saved it. And now it's been, I mean, how long has it been now? I don't know, four or five years probably. And uh, I know now that even if I fixed those things that I thought were these major, major issues, I now know that even if I fixed them and I changed that, I'm still me, I'm still who I am, and she did not love who I was as a person. And I found that out later, um, but so even if I did everything right, even if I did everything that she supposedly wanted me to do, it still probably would not have worked out because she didn't like who I was as a person or she had a different view of who she thought that I was. So that's what I think that people do a lot of times whenever they get into a relationship is they create an image. Basically like what Tony talked about is like your ego death. You create this character of who you think this person is. And then whenever you find out that it's not, then like, man, that's pretty messed up too. Like you kind of go through a death on that because you're like, dang, I thought I thought I knew this person. Um, and yeah, same thing with, uh, whenever you go through a divorce, I thought that, you know, I thought that I knew who she was and after everything, I found out that I was completely wrong and it changes your perspective on everything on if you're right on anything or who anybody is. And it also questions your ability to pick a, uh, pick a partner in the future. I feel like it makes it more difficult to decide if you're can trust your intuition, but um, so three tangible things that I, I did some of these, actually, let me look. No, I did all of these things. So the, the main one, and this is gonna, this is like, you know, pretty self-explanatory is workout. And I know that sounds like super easy and like, you know, an easy fix or whatever, but like working out, like saved I mean, could could have saved my life realistically, like because like I was I got very depressed. But every time I lifted, worked out, sweat, like anything, I just went really hard in it. And that working out, like man, it releases a ton of endorphins, and it made me feel better about myself, made me feel more confident. I was like, I was just getting a lot bigger, and like you know, you can use this as a crutch. Um, you know, like any of these other things I was talking about too, the things I told you not to do, drinking, having sex with a bunch of other people, isolating yourself, like you could use that as a crutch too. But if I'm gonna use a crutch and I'm gonna find a way to avoid this situation that I have to deal with, this is what I would wanna do is like, okay, I'm gonna work out, I'm gonna eat healthy. Like I'm going to do things that like, yes, are avoiding the pain that I'm doing, but at the same time still building me up. So that's what I did. And then the second thing that I did was uh, built build your community. So like getting around certain people who are really going to actually help you and benefit you. For me, it was a small group and then it was getting closer with God. Um, I would say that I was the closest whenever I got broken down like that, because then like you, you remember what's really important or you have to go back to what's important. Cause you're so far down that you're like, you're like, man, what, what is important? You just lost a person that's close to you. So building up your community and people around you that are actually there to support you, help you. And then again, small group, um, one thing that I didn't put on here actually that I would uh, add to that is like giving back. So that was when uh, we actually did Villages of Hanna, which is uh, um, downtown. It was just for, um, I guess it was just like a, a rougher neighborhood. Um, and we were we were down there and just uh, volunteering um, with the kids and like, it was, it was amazing. So just giving back in a way and actually feel like you're making a difference. Um, and then the last thing that I had was just accomplishing your dreams like having something to pursue whether it's your job whether it's you know your dreams whreth it's hiking whether it's doing something that you've always wanted to do I, f I really feel like that helped 
Um, the the month that uh, Baja actually left me, I, I sold the most vehicles I've ever sold in a month. It was like 31 or something like that because I didn't know what else to do. So I, uh, I went really hard in that. So again, these are not things that are going to like obviously make you feel better, but if you're going to do something that's like a crutch or like that's going to take your attention off of it, it might as well be something productive and actually healthy for you in the long run. Um, so instead of doing these short-term fixes that are, you know are detrimental, try to do a short-term fix that'll actually like hopefully help you in the long run as well. Yeah, there's also, uh, I was just gonna throw in there counseling um, it's hard to say if you get like a really good counselor or like free counseling or, you know, how, whatever that looks like for you. And then, uh, I even did a little bit, uh, right after that. And it's still helpful to be able to talk to people and that sort of thing. Uh, also the, uh, an alternative to counseling would be more like group counseling, which would be like a personal development seminar or something like that. If you go get around those people, like I think Tony Robbins is, uh, awakened, or like something about the power within there's size seminars there's other seminars like that that are personal success or like will help you process through that and be with a community of brand new people so if you don't have uh, a a good uh, feeling on who you want your next group of friends to be that would be a good group to get thrown into is just people who are pursuing personal growth and success and that sort of thing. So I would say like maybe the first purchase you should make after your divorce is like, you know, a thousand dollars on a personal development seminar, just go to one of those one day, three day, five day events and get connected with a new group of people. You change your environment too. It's important because you've been in the same group of friends, the same environment, maybe a lot of the things around you continue to bring up the exact same memories. Uh, and you're going to be constantly reminded of that person that, you know, you, you're no longer with. And so uh, a great way to get out of that environment is to literally physically change that environment. Yeah, that's a good point is uh, a lot of times people, whenever they get out of a relationship, they, they're like, oh, man, I don't have any friends because all of our friends were like interconnected now and they can't they can't really tell on who's friends with who. So, yeah, that's a that's a good point is just to like go to a seminar or like something where you are going to go to a new group and uh, like find some new friends who are actually pursuing uh, truth and hopefully growing as well. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Oh, so I guess uh, we talk about where we have talked about a couple times on this podcast. Uh, um, how life happens for you and not to you. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the good. Dakota brought it up a little bit. Um, so when you go something, go through something like this, you go through an ego death. It makes you take a second and become more introspective and reflect on where you're at, what it is that you did wrong and how you can be better in the future, how you can show up more for the people that you love. And then it's going to help you empathize and relate to other people. There are an incredible amount of people who've been through a divorce, a breakup. Um, not very many, a lot of people have been very, very certain about the person that they were going to spend the rest of their lives with, never imagined themselves going through a divorce. So you share that in common with other people. Um, you don't 
necessarily want to buy into the same story that they may be telling themselves because it's probably not serving them. The majority of people will go into a victim consciousness where the divorce happened to them and it destroyed everything that they built and it crushed their worldview and made them uh, less abundant. You know, they're operating out of scarcity now because of the thing that happened to them. But you can use uh, everything that you learned from your divorce or your breakup for good. So that's just my uh, my input. Uh, I'm I was going to turn it over to Dakota and see what he's got as far as the good that can come out of something like this. Um, Are you letting deals fall through the cracks because you don't have good systems in place? We've been there before, and we've tried several different CRMs, and Ari Simply has been the best. Ari Simply tracks your KPIs, does automatic follow-ups for you, and even records your incoming phone calls. The system is simple to use and has more features than we even know what to do with. If you're looking for a great CRM, try Ari Simply today. We put the link in the description. Check it out now. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of good that did come from it, but I will say that... Uh, First of all, if you guys are going through this, I mean, it sucks. And there's no getting around that. It was it was literally the hardest thing that I've ever been through ever, which is crazy because I've been through some pretty, uh, pretty traumatic things, especially when I was younger. Um, just some like, you know, crazy stuff. But uh, this was one of the hardest things for me because, again, like Tony said, I went to self-reflection. So then I'm like really focusing on like, OK, I had control of whether or not this happened in a way. Um, obviously, like I said, like now I found that I think it still probably wouldn't worked out even if uh, I did everything that she supposedly wanted. But at the same time, I still did have control. I probably could have still made it work and definitely could have had a better relationship. So um, yeah, it's, it's just one of the hardest things ever and uh, it will make you a better person. Though. I definitely believe that. So I mean, the main thing, like uh, like Tony said, is being able to relate to other people and actually empathize with them, I think is is one of the biggest things because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. And a lot of people like, uh, you know, can't relate, especially if you never had it happen. Like people think that like uh, whenever I tell them my struggles, a lot of people who have not been through a divorce are like, yeah, but this is what you got to do. And I'm like, man. I wish that it was that easy. Like the way that you're describing it, like it, it is hard. Um, but I know that it has helped me to have a better relationship uh, now because I like notice myself going to those things. Um, I do think that it's definitely changed me as a person um, in a better way because now I am more self-reflected and like and then I started uh, going to listen to more of these like you know love uh, podcasts and like find out how to do it more. Um, it created more of a spiritual side of me. Like I was already, you know, a believer, but I still got closer to God in that in that process. So that was another huge benefit. It created like relationships where I found my friends. I got way closer to my friends, um, like especially Jimmy, who is uh, like just there and like you know we talked through a lot of things. So closer in those relationships. Like I said, uh, we also went to villages of Hannah. So like while I'm going through all of this stuff, we got to give back. So I think that was a huge benefit, not just for me, but then also for, for the uh, community as well. So um, there was a lot of good things that did come out of it. 
Uh, there's a lot of stuff that still still struggling through today from it that I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever go away, but I definitely think that uh, like I'm, it's kind of like a scar in a way. It's like, you know, it's there and uh, hopefully you can use it for good. Same thing, you know, whenever you go through anything traumatic in your life, like it's always going to be there, but there's always a positive way to uh, deal with it and go about it. Um, so, yeah, the only uh, other thing that I was going to uh, say was one thing that uh, I try to do in the divorce. And I do this with almost every relationship, especially whenever I think that, you know, it's like in a way, like everybody wants to do like what's fair and they want to make sure that they get what they're supposed to get and all this other stuff, especially in a divorce. It seems like, you know, um, what, what I did and what I would suggest and you guys can do whatever you want if you're going through it, but I would suggest um, making sure that the other person feels like what they're getting is extremely fair. So that's what I try to do. Like I said, at the end of every relationship, I know like we've had some people that have stolen hours from us um, and then they said that they're working more hours than what they did and we're like, cool, we'll write you a check for however many hours and then you're fired um, because now it's on them to like get mad at us, even though they're the ones who are in the wrong, we're gonna give them no reason to be upset with us. So that was the same thing that I tried to do in the divorces. You know, I asked her how much money she wanted. She gave me a number. Um, and then I just said, I'm going to give you, you know, X amount. And I, it was actually more than what she said, just because I was like, you know, I'm going to give her more than what she thinks is even fair. Um, so for me, it was more about like, uh, preserving that like relationship and like her perspective of who I am as a person, than it is about like trying to get as much as you can out of that and feel like, oh, I'm not letting this person take advantage of me or anything. Like, I think that that's helped me a lot. And to know that like, like I didn't take from her or at least like not on purpose. And that was, you know, one way of kind of proving that I guess, um, and that I did care enough and tried to, you know, salvage the relationship as much as possible. So that'd be one thing that I would suggest is just uh, make sure that it's more than fair. Like I would give them just a little bit more than what I think is even fair, but. Well, and that's, that's an attitude of uh, abundance too, because you know that you can get it back and then some. Yeah. Um, I think some people end up operating from scarcity where they're like, this is my entire life. Like this is my entire life savings or this is all I'm ever going to have. And it's like, man, if you hold on to, money or to your house or to your belongings too tightly then you end up not being like if you don't if you don't there are so many rewards associated with risking more that you aren't going to get and so when you operate from scarcity when it it comes to split up assets or something like that i mean uh, i definitely wanted the duplex that <laughs> my ex-wife ended up getting but i'm glad that she ended up with it because uh, it, in the grand scheme of things, it's not gonna, it's going to pale in comparison to what we're able to accomplish. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, now I'm looking at the, <laughs> it makes me think of the Johnny Depp trial cause <laughs> she got so much from his divorce and now he's suing her for, uh, destroying his character. He, he missed out on a few different movies. Like he was labeled as an abuser and everything. Now it's coming out that she's really the abuser. So he's getting everything back. And then some now, wow, which is crazy. But uh, I just think that you know, one way or another, if you're more generous, you end up you end up with more in the end. 
Yeah, I, I would say that's actually pretty important too. That you you think you talk about that because like to me that is more important, and I that might, maybe is why I did it is like my character and who I am, and like you know, I want to give her no reason to really be able to talk bad about me. I guess like it's not like I was like, oh no, it's all mine and I built it and all this other stuff. Because then like yeah, the person's gonna get angry. Um, so like I want to give them no reason to be angry with me is really like the the goal I guess is like I this relationship is ending I still want you to like love me or like me as a person and have no reason to ever talk bad about us um so yeah I think that is uh that's why because to me that is more important character and like what what she can say to her friends like it's kind of hard to complain if uh if you get more than what you asked for so, yeah. Got anything else? Uh, don't do anything too crazy. Yeah. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't. Uh, I would also say another thing to not do is obviously do exactly what we're talking about is like going behind their back or like, you know, just saying a bunch of negative stuff like, man, like it doesn't it doesn't actually help anybody. It doesn't make you feel better. Like, you know, just talking bad about them. Obviously, there's somebody that you really cared about. I don't think it's going to help anybody to say negative things and uh, it's definitely not something that I ever tried to do or anything like, you know, you could stay say honest things that happened, but at the same time, like, you know, questioning their character and everything, I think uh, is probably not a great idea. Yeah. And I mean, there's always uh, like crazy things that come to mind. It's like taking people's stuff out of the house and throwing it in the yard. Like, don't do that. Like, yeah. like don't don't spray paint cheater on their car. Like don't do any of that like stuff that's gonna end you like put you in jail, uh get your butt kicked, you know, by somebody else, no changing locks on doors, breaking windows, like getting restraining orders against people when they don't deserve them, like that kind of stuff can really escalate things and make them so much worse and drag them on for so much longer and then you have multiple court cases multiple lawyers it's a lot simpler if you don't do something crazy yeah yeah so if you guys have been through a divorce or you know just a long-term relationship ending and you think that there's anything else we should add put in the comments below hopefully this helps you guys um we've been you know talking about this for a while now, talking about making something like this because, you know, it's a hard thing and a lot of people go through it, unfortunately. And uh, yeah, hopefully that gives you some tangible stuff that you can actually use to help. Also, if you guys are interested in the seminar, uh, the PSI seminar um, basic, we are having it August 19th through the 21st. So honestly, if you have went through a relationship, a breakup or anything like that, like this will definitely help. It, it helps a lot with self-reflection. It's kind of like, you know, a year of counseling in three days. So it's some really, really good stuff. And uh, we hope that it helps. And if, if you guys need somebody to talk to one on one, I know that Tony and I both would be uh, more than open to sitting down with you and like trying to help any way that we possibly can. We've been through it and uh, hopefully we can give some other good advice as well once we hear your individual stories so got anything else you want to say that's it all right peace out guys